the WWE will fold within the next 10 years if they don't get the act together. Okay. I, I, I 100% believe that. Why? Like, what makes you say that? The WWE, just like any other sports organization, you carry your fan base through with your history, but you have to have talent for the day that you're in. You can't let it all walk. You can't. And that's exactly what's happening. Like if I could on Raw or SmackDown right now, I won't. Rem- I don't know the faces like that. I- I'm like, who- who's this dude? Oh, yeah, he won Money in the Bank two years ago. Well, who the hell is this dude? Oh, well, he-, he um he was tag champ for like six months with this other dude who now wrestles at AEW. Like the fact that you can't tell a story of a particular athlete that spans four years in the company outside of like five people and one of them just walked again Brock just walked because Vince is no longer in control you said Brock yeah he just walked Uh he just walked like I said I said again I'm not saying that you can you know bet the house on Brock (laughs) I've never said that I was a CM Punk guy out of all the guys that Paul Heyman brought through (laughs) CM Punk was my guy Mm mm-hmm that was my guy. He was my favorite wrestler. It was Triple H, CM Punk for me. That's that's how that worked. So this th- this iteration of WWE, I don't think is gonna last much longer if they cannot find a way to hold on to their top talent. Okay. Allow me to retort. Mm-hmm. First of all, and now let me just say this. I, I'm not like a big WWE proponent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think wrestling has fallen off. That's thing right lightly. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, re- I think I think wrestling has fallen off now. It's starting to get tra- it's starting to gain tr- traction again. Um, but there was a big dip, like when they start force feeding like John Cena and, and and everything like that, like that's when they really, that's when like WWE started taking a dip, but like they're slowly, but surely starting to like, you know, come back up now. It ain't, it's not the attitude era, but they're starting to get, they're starting to get that, that following is starting to return. You know what I mean? Um, but the WWE is a machine. Um, it's a machine. Um, so the machine is never going to go out of business. It's never going to happen unless you get another machine to take it out. And the only competition that WWE got is AEW. And we already seen a AEW type of competition try to compete with the WWE when TNA started was starting to blow up and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we saw how that ended. We saw how that ended with TNA. Yeah, that, that didn't go so, too well. And then, but that's and then, what happens when you let. But TNA is what happens when you let the talent run the show, which you can't let the. That's it's, it's what, like that's, um, no, no, no. That's what AEW is doing right now. They're letting the talent run the show. Why you think so many stars are switching over? Um, why you think um, what's his face, John Moxley? John Moxley. Now, 
John Moxley is this is like one of the stars of AEW, right? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this: When was John Moxley ever a star in the WWE? Uh, if I had to pick a date, I'd say none. None. Now, who do you remember? John Moxley's um, AEW. Uh, I said AEW. Um, John Moxley's WWE character. I'm pretty sure if you told me, I remember it. Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I remember Dean Ambrose. Now, let me ask you a question. With Dean Ambrose in the WWE, was he at all charismatic? Nah, he was did, better. He, he's one of those guys who's better in a group than he is by himself. He Did he ever give you a superstar kind of feel? I've always got mid out of him. Like, U.S. title, maybe world. Like, the Miz. Like, he could have run like the Miz. Like, okay, you got the title for like a little bit, but we really putting it there so we can give it to the guy we really want to have it. Now, now <laughs> um, if I am correct and again i you know wrestling is uh you know wrestling is uh, you know I, I i love professional wrestling or at least what it used to be so i've kind of fallen off with the wrestling tip but dean ambrose was in a group in wwe called the shield right mm-hmm. it was now, one of my favorite stables for a while now the shield you know who's in the shield right yep roman reigns um, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the weak link? Dean. Who lacked the who lacked charisma between those three? Dean. That guy who had no charisma, who doesn't even look like a wrestling superstar, is one of the superstars in AEW. That is why the WWE will not fold because AEW. They have a lot of talent. Like they have a lot of athleticism. AEW got a ton of athleticism, like athletic guys. But they don't have AEW doesn't have the they don't have that charismatic figure where when you say his name, it like send chills down your spine. The only exception right. is Sting, but Sting is WCW. He's yeah. he's he works for AEW, but Sting may is made WCW. forever WCW. So, I think the one thing AEW is missing is that homegrown talent. Since you bring up Sting, um, because you know Sting was on the independent circuit before WCW popped up. Him and Ric Flair were doing the whole independent circuit thing. Now with AEW, they need that homegrown star who you can't tie back. To WWE, and I think that's what they're going to struggle to do right now. They're legit doing what WCW did when they were starting to bubble up. Take the talent from the WWE. This is Ronald. Throw them in big time matches. Put them in the front. And the only reason why I believe WCW had that run that they had was because of Bill Goldberg. If it wasn't for Goldberg, it probably no, that, hey, train, that no. train might have been that train might now end up no. changed it. WCA formation of NWO changed it all. WCW, WCW, like it's crazy. It's crazy, like how how much 
how far WWE has come since like that attitude era and like what they are now, the conglomerate that they are now. Cause like WCW was without a doubt their biggest comp. Remember, remember the era where it was WWF versus WCW. That was Monday, that was, the Monday night wars. That, yes, that was fucking fantastic. Switching back between the two damn channels. Like, look, the, here's the problem. Here's the problem with AEW. And this is the reason why WWE is not going to fold. In uh, th- This is why I don't think they will. With WCW, they had Booker T, a staple name. They had Bill Goldberg. They had Bill Goldberg. You know what I'm saying? They had So they, Booker T, Bill Goldberg. Remember Harlem Heat? Yeah, him and Stevie Ray. Booker T and Stevie Ray. Harlem Heat, right? That's stable. So they had Booker T, Stevie Ray, Goldberg. They had Sting, Hulk Raven. Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Raven, Diesel. Like, they had household names. I'm talking about names where when you say their name, you know exactly who they are, even if you ain't even watched WCW. They WCW don't let's not forget Rey Mysterio also came from WCW. Mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio is the Rey Mysterio is the greatest is the greatest little wrestler of all time. He's oh, yeah, with he he's without he's without a doubt he's without, without a doubt. doubt the great he's without a doubt the greatest Latino wrestler of all time. I know there's Eddie Guerrero, but Rey Mysterio Rey Mysterio better than Eddie Guerrero to me. Um, in my opinion. in ring he was better in in ring yeah. activity Rey, but, Rey was yeah, better than Eddie. Eddie, yeah, Eddie Guerrero was more charismatic though. Yeah, but I mean that goes that goes beyond it because he listen, wasn't a luchador. That's the difference. But listen, Eddie Guerrero also came from WCW. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit also came from WCW. So WCW had household names. With and during that time, and during that time, in the WWF, The Rock was coming up out of the Nation of Domination. Mm-hmm. The Rock was starting to blow up. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That King of the Ring was it ninety six? King of the, the Ring the, was the, probably the biggest win for any one individual in the entire history but, of wrestling. Look, with Steve Austin winning in ninety six, and but, was wild. That only happened because Triple H and the curtain call. Had it not been but, for the curtain call, that was Triple H's to but, win. But listen, but listen, but listen. So they had Triple H. Mm-hmm. So you got The Rock, Stone Cold. You got Triple H, Undertaker. Undertaker, Kane, Degeneration X, like uh, you got you got names, you got you got names, you got people that got legacy in this game on both WWF side and WCW side. Now, what that got to do with AEW? So you you said that you think WWE is gonna fold within the next ten years. I'm telling you that they won't because AEW ain't got no household names. The only name they got is Chris Jericho. And I'm sorry for Chris Jericho to be like the greatest AEW wrestler ever for that to be Chris, for for Chris Jericho to be that look at what he was in the WWE. Like, yeah, he won a couple, he won a couple titles. He was a champion a few times, you know what I'm saying? But like, Chris Jericho, you never looked at Chris Jericho in the WWE and was like, he's the best wrestler in the WWE. He, yeah. Chris Jericho was never better than The Rock. He was never better than Stone Cold. He was never better than The Undertaker. He was never better than Kane. He was never better than Triple H. Like, he was never better than none of these dudes. 
The only the only thing about Chris Jericho that made Chris Jericho so popular was his, his fucking finisher. Skills. His fucking finisher, the walls of Jericho. You mm-hmm. everybody tried to do that shit on a little sister. Everybody tried to do that shit. I put my I put my brother in that joint. Yeah, if a you million times. If you if you got if you got any younger sibling, you tried to put them in the walls of Jericho. That his <laughs> his finisher is fucking great. But like Chris Jericho, Chris Jer- Chris Jericho to, to me, to me. And I know some young wrestling fans listening to this, they probably like they probably cussing up a storm. But I, and I, so I'm a, and I'm gonna take you back. Young young fans don't even know who this is. Chris Jericho reminds me of um, Jeff Jarrett. Yo, that was and he's one of those people who held a belt for so long that I thought it was permanently his. But but you know he Jeff, was a, like a long reigning Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett. He was a he was a pretty he was a pretty a pretty good dude, a pretty good wrestler. Like you know he was he was cool. He wasn't no bum. You know he would come out there with the guitar and shit and like you know he would wrestle and then he was like oh, okay that was a pretty good match and then he would go about his way and you wouldn't think about him no more. That's that's that that's Chris Jericho to me. So for him, so for that guy to be the head figure of AEW along with Jonathan Moxley, come on, yo, that's not that's not that's not enough power. That's not enough star power to take out the WWE. It's yeah, not enough. Saying, that's like I said, that's right now. But if WWE keeps keeps bleeding, you can't keep bleeding talent as well. You what what talent? What talent are they bleeding though? Let's take a look at superstars who have left. Let me pull. Let's this take up. a look at superstars who have left. Don't name CM Punk because I know you like him, but CM Punk wasn't that good. He huh? had he, CM Punk had good mic skills, but he was not that good. Wasn't that good in the ring to you? Nah, hell no. What was the last five star match they had? The WWE had it was him and Cena, Money in the Bank. Uh, okay, I, that was the nah. last one. That was the last one. That nah. WWE had it was Punk Cena Money in the Bank. I can yes. When, when was this? Twenty fifteen, I want to say. So you said the last five last star five star. Yes. Let's let let me let me Google this real quick. Let me Google this. I want to pull it up right now. That's the matches WWE last five star match. Uh huh. Last the last WWE match to get five stars in the Wrestling Observer was CM Punk versus John Cena in the main event of Money in the Bank in 2011. So this happened while we were still in undergrad. Nah, man. Look, CM Punk ain't do it for me. He look, he just, he just he just ain't do it for me. Like I will take look. Edge. I will take Edge over CM Punk. I would take Edge over CM Punk. It like see CM Punk. Listen, 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 listen. CM Punk might be a good wrestler, like technical wrestling. He might be a good wrestler. Might be. Now, CM Punk has immaculate mic skills. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He might, and he he's probably a pretty good wrestler, like technical wrestling. But when you talk about star power, entertainment, man, CM Punk ain't up there with the, I ain't even gonna use the Rock and Stone Cold or the Undertaker. I ain't even gonna use them three. CM Punk ain't up there with the with 50 year old Shawn Michaels. I said 50 year old broken back Shawn Michaels. CM Punk ain't up there with him. CM Punk ain't up there with Edge. 
CM Punk, CM Punk is not up there with CM Punk is not up there with AJ Styles right now. AJ Styles is that dude in the WWE. Him, AJ Styles, um, um, Drew McIntyre. I like Drew McIntyre. AJ Styles, Drew McIntyre. Like, look, look. So CM Punk is your dude. Let me just mm-hmm. let me just give you let me just give you some some names. You tell me if you would take CM Punk over this person over these people. Okay. Kurt Angle. I'll take Angle. The Rock. Rock. Stone Cold. Austin. Triple H. Come on, that's my favorite. Shawn Michaels. Taking Sean. X Pac. I'm definitely taking CM Punk over X Pac. Oh, you're fucking crazy. You're you're out of your mind. I'm taking I'm taking Punk over X Pac. I'm taking Punk over X Pac. You're, you're 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 out of your mind. You're out of your mind. I'm not taking CM Punk over Kofi Kingston. There's a there's a lot of people who I probably wouldn't take over over Kofi. I put it like this: Punk, for a good period of time, saved wrestling for me. Think that's why I hold him in such high regard. No, what Punk did, what Punk did was Punk was for a while, Punk was the only opposition to the John Cena era because John they kept force feeding John Cena. It's it's two people that Vince it's two people that Vince McMahon has force fed. Well, three people really. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is one of them. John Cena. Cena. And the third the third one is um what's his face? Um Brock Lesnar. Those those are the three people since we since we were kids watching wrestling. Those are the three people that Vince McMahon has force fed. Vince McMahon ain't have to force feed us the rock. The rock the, the when the rock it, the, the fucking intro when you heard the intro. Mm-hmm. You knew it what it was. Send, it still sends chills. He didn't have to. He didn't have to force feed. He didn't have to force feed Triple H. He didn't have to force feed Stone Cold. He didn't have to force feed the Undertaker or Kane. He didn't have to force feed none of these people. He didn't even have to force feed Edge. It's just that when you heard Edge music, that that understand, I see clearly. Everybody knows that. Like like yeah yeah. You singing it right now, CC. Yes, yo, Edge is one of my favorites too. Yeah. Like I got. Yeah. All of like I'll be honest with you, the bulk of my favorites were great heels. So so look, the reason the reason why the reason why I think you hold CM Punk in such a high regard is not because of his talent. It's not even because of his mic skills. It's it's because during the John Cena era, he was the only other alternative. And, And nobody liked John Cena. You know what? You may have a point there. But a lot it's of like it, the Tim Tebow effect. I hate Tim Tebow. You know I hate see, Tim see Tebow. What, see what I mean? But think, the thing is, though, you know why I hate Tim Tebow. They force fed Tim Tebow. Outside, he say, outside of that, he I have a say, bigger reason why I hate Tim Tebow. He would say a prayer on the field, and they covering it on Sports Center. I'm not right. even fuck the no fuck the rivalry. I know, I know they I know they can't see it, but I, you know I'm a no. Yeah, yeah fuck fuck heart. fuck the rivalry. Fuck the rivalry. The reason why you hate because there are some there are some Florida Gators who you can be like, damn, like I hate I hate them. But Percy, like, shit. I fucking love Percy Harvin. I can't deny it. See, see what I'm saying? Per, so, I love Percy. The the, the reason um, the reason why boy, listen, 
The reason why rainy, I like rainy too. The, the reason why you hate Tim Tebow is because they force fed the hell out of him on Sports Center, talking about he's one of the great, the greatest college players ever, and the the man couldn't throw. He couldn't throw a lick. What's wild is that, and I'm I'm dropping a nugget on you too. The greatest college quarterback of all time just so happens to be a brother of mine. So, who? Play for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Brother, God, every time I need to bring your name up, I always, I do that all the time. I always forget but look, the names. But, look, circle, but circling it back around, circling it back around, right? Mm-hmm. That's the reason why you like CM Punk, because John Cena was damn Tim Tebow. So CM Punk was the alternative. He was only one. Tommy Frazier. Oh, yeah, no, you got that. You on your own with that. When you on that island by your damn self. Oh, no, 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 trust me. Anyone who knows college football deeply will Will tell I had to watch. Will tell you, Tommy Frazier probably one the best college quarterback of all time. Ask uh, Miami fans about him. Um, I'm sorry. Single-handedly, I, hey, single-handedly hey. beat the U. Hey, in look, your heyday. That, hey, that's that sounds great and everything. If I'm a, if I'm gonna make if I'm gonna advocate for the greatest college quarterback of all time, it is absolutely one thousand percent going to be one of two people. It's going to be one of these two people. It's I'm either going to be John. no, it's either going to be Mike Vick. Or it's or it's going to be Colt Brennan. It's go, it's going to be one of those two. I can't do that. One's a system QB because they had put up quarterbacks like it before out of Hawaii. One's a system QB and the other one couldn't win a big game. I can't do that. Okay, but look, this is a wrestling show. But let's, let's, let's get back to wrestling. Yeah, yeah let's get back to wrestling. We're gonna, we gonna get back to. But that, that's that's my whole point about CM Punk. Like he's not great. CM Punk. CM Punk does not do anything inside the ring great. Now he got very good mic skills. But like he's not so to go to to, to go to your point about a about uh WWE folding, they're not gonna fold because professional wrestling is in is, is starting to get in higher demand like it used to be. And the alternative to the WWE is watching Chris Jericho, John Moxley, and CM Punk um like to watch them be great, like I'll pass. You you know, you, as a matter of fact, you know who AEW, you know who's also a headliner on AEW, and this man is is to me he's ass. Take a guess, just take a guess. He's a headliner for AEW, and he sucks. I'll t- I'll give you I'll give you his pro wrestling comp. His pro wrestling, his pro wrestling comparison, in my opinion, is Al Snow. Oh, sweet Jesus! Don't say hardcore Holly. Um, this comparison is Al Snow, and he's a midi at best. Whatever that means, a mid at best. His name is Brian Danielson, the dude who be like, yes, yes, oh, yes, Daniel but- Bryan. No, Brian Danielson. I know that's his government name and his first wrestling name, but they just flipped it when flipped he came yeah. hot. When he came hot, yeah. Um, but yes, he. I'm sorry, he ass, he ass, and he's a headliner for AEW. He's garbage. <sighs> So you mean it's so listen, so listen. So you so you mean to tell me WWE about to fold 
for AEW when the dude who all he do is scream yes and point his fingers up like this. He about to, they about to they, they WWE about to fold for a company that's promoting that. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. I don't believe it. Yeah, I'm still no. I'm not no stubbornly holding this down. But like I said, that was a hot take. Um, I still I still think you still can't. You got to be able to hold on to some talent that's recognizable of sorts. Like, you remember that period when Jordan retired in 98. You had stars in the NBA, but you didn't know who could carry the league because the big thing was who's next, and they were pushing Grant Hill, and he was hurt all the time, and Kobe was still in his infancy. T-Mac was young. Vince was young. You had some bigs and some older guards, but outside of Tim Duncan, who you couldn't say could lead your league, that's where I see the WWE right now. This is their post-Jordan era of sorts. There's no one I can look at and say, this guy's going to carry the WWE into the next 10 years, like how they did with Cena. Cena carried the WWE for like 10, 15 years. They tried to do that with um with Angle, but he couldn't, his body wouldn't hold up. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Punk, his body wouldn't hold up. It takes a lot to carry a company, and I don't know who they have up next who you know every Monday you turn it on. I don't even know if they still do split brands, but every Monday you turn on Raw, this guy is carrying the company the way Austin did for a period of time. And then when Austin was hurt, Rock carried it. When Rock left went to Hollywood, Triple H carried it. And on top of carrying it, brought in two more newer acts in Batista and uh, Randy Orton. Brought both of them in in Evolution. So, mm-hmm. so I don't see who the WWE can put out front right now and say, hey, we need you to carry us from here forward. Well, you know, with, with all due respect to him, I mean, I think that guy right now, and they force feeding him is Roman, Roman Reigns, and I don't he he's not appealing to me like you can't like when like he it's fucked up AJ it's, he fucked up AJ Styles started it's it's, it's with it's that because, stupid face that uh, uh, face he it's, had it's be, it's because Roman Reigns it's because Roman Reigns is big see see I see I think. I think there's a problem. I think there's a. I think highlighting. I think highlighting big dudes in sports period has a lack of appeal because, like, they big. Everyone, like, everyone can't be that. Like, like they big. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like can't highlight to me. You like Giannis can't carry the NBA. He can carry the Bucks, but he can't carry the NBA. Um. Unless he's like super, 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 and I mean this super charismatic. Shaq, yes. Olajuwon, for how great he was, was not going to carry the NBA. Patrick Ewing was not going to carry the NBA. Charles Barkley was not going to carry the NBA. Carl Malone, same deal. I'm looking at wrestling in that same light right now. There's no one who I can look at and say, you know what? My son could sit down and watch Raw and be like, Daddy, 
that's my favorite wrestler because I see myself like that. I'm like, son, you're not going to be six foot ten, so I don't think that's necessarily going to work out for you. But how about this guy right here who's six foot four? You know, something like that. Like, how how big is Roman Reigns? What is he like six six five six six something like that? Shit, I don't know. Because I don't like I couldn't I could never. Dang, he my height. He's six three. I did not know Roman Reigns was six foot three, but um, he looks taller than that. But um, I still don't see like what's the best way to put this. You don't see you don't see that guy because you don't see that guy, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. So he, I think, he's, he's not there. And so I think I think the divide and, and I and I agree with that as far as the WWE is concerned, I agree with that. I don't see that guy either. Um, and a you part of collect, it, you need a collection of guys to carry you till you get your next guy. And, and, a and I part thought AJ of it, Styles was going to be that guy, but he's not to that point. So he's great in the ring, probably the best in ring talent that WWE has right now. So here's the thing. I think that. The reason we're not, because um, I I agree with you about WWE. Now I don't think I don't think WWE is gonna fold because I th- I think that AEW. I think what well, I think okay, WWE let's say is all the way up here, mm-hmm. and AEW right now because they're just starting out for real. They're still in like the infantry stages stages of their of their company. They're they're, st- they're down here. I think AEW is going up. And I think WWE is trending down. So I think they're going to meet. I think they're going to end up meeting at the same plateau. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that I don't think that WWE is going to um, like fold because of AEW. Now, having said that, I do agree with you that the WWE is they're lacking that that oomph or what you know they're lacking that they're lacking that thing. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason why they're lacking that thing is because like I don't believe Vince Vince McMahon wants mega stars anymore. See, see like like fo- just follow me. Like see mm-hmm. Vince McMahon can Vince McMahon or technically uh, we'll say that Triple H. He's quote unquote like out of the picture. I see he's quote unquote cuz it's Vince McMahon. But Triple H cannot use the under he cannot use the character the undertaker anymore everybody know the undertaker is this one guy mm-hmm. this guy is the undertaker so you can't you can't use that character anymore he you can't use kane anymore you can't use mankind anymore you can't use like like you can't use stone cold steve austin you can't mm-hmm. even you can't even use anybody with you can't even use anybody with like that type of aura. Like picture, like imagine if there was a wrestler, his name isn't Stone Cold Steve Austin, but he kind of sounds similar to Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he he comes out drinking beer like like it just everybody would be like he a knockoff Stone Cold Steve Austin. So like you can't use you can't use those mega stars anymore. Imagine somebody coming out like with a electric theme song. 
um, either with an electric theme song where they scream before the song starts. Somebody be like, The Rock did that. Like that's like the like you can't use these mega stars. And so now I think I think what Vince McMahon wants or wanted was a what's the best way to put it? Similar to football, like similar to football where like you got a star receiver. He is mm-hmm. the star. And then like you're like, okay, he's a he's he's a diva. He's a diva. He has like this larger than life personality. And when he's gone, now we gotta go run it, but we gotta go wide receiver by committee. That's what that's what the WWE is now. It's 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 we don't have this star power that we did in the attitude era. So now everybody we're gonna use a committee approach. Yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's <laughs> if, if yeah, if that's if got that's rid of Antonio you... Brown, big name, big star, but we got Deontay Johnson, we got Chase Claypool, we got, like it's a, a band of guys who can get it done as a unit. Yeah, so so that's so that's what I think. That's what I think with with w, with WWE. So like, so like, and so I think I in think, a sense, I, in I a think, sense, you can put you can put together a storyline where almost anybody can come away with the belt, and it makes sense. Think think about it like this. Think about it like this. I I absolutely love Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. If you ask my ace, shout out to my ace Corey. By the way, if yo you, tell if, him I said hey. By the way, been a while since I talked to him. If you ask my ace. When we was in undergrad, and the very first time Yo, I, I saw Kofi saying this, I, the I remember very first you saying time, it. The very first time a Kofi Kingston entered a WWE ring, we was watching it, and I said, "Yo, I like him. He's going to be he's going to be a very valuable piece to the WWE." I said it. I I mm-hmm. I, I just knew it right now. So as much as I love Kofi Kingston, let me say this: in the Attitude Era. Will Kofi Kingston have ever become champion? Like, like big champion? No, no, big no. He he, he may have at he would have been best like, at best in European, in, European at best at that point. See, I think, in a, I think in a in a continental. Yeah, I think that was that was used to springboard you into world title stuff. Like Austin right, right. and Rock fought yeah. over it. Triple H dropped it to Rock, and then they fought over it. Like so, like, like think about yeah. it like this. Think about it like this. In the Attitude Era, Christian from from the from the uh, Edge and Christian stable, Christian. Mm-hmm. Look how long champion? look how long it took him to become a champion. Like it took Edge Christian, during near dying Christian to make him a world champion. He Christian, beat Alberto Del Rio. I remember the match. Christian and Edge, their niche in the Attitude Era was tag team with the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys. Like they wasn't like these world don't title. Too, don't forget too cool. They were part of that same too run cool, too. too cool. Like like they wasn't they wasn't like these world title type of guys. You know what I'm saying? But now you got guys like Kofi Kingston. He 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 has a, a or he had a, a world title. We got guys like uh, and this is no disrespect to him, but Big E. Big E wouldn't have been a world champion in the Attitude Era. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like like, you know, but so actually, so now you, you know what a missed opportunity was. I hate, so, to say, I hate to cut you off. What a missed opportunity for WWE was that they could have legitimately brought back the Nation of Domination with all that black talent they got in that th- roster. Facts, but but look like. Especially during the time like when Black Lives Matter was coming up. I mean, we talk about that off 
off camera, but um that during that run, because that was around the same time when the nation of domination was coming through, that was around that same period of time where you know we were start people were starting to lean more into the identity. Yeah, so 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 but the reason why I bring the reason why I bring that up, I'm not trying to disrespect the current the current stars or whatever, but like Drew McIntyre wouldn't have competed for a world title with Triple H in the Undertaker. He would have got his ass whooped in the storyline. Yeah, you know the what I'm saying? The only thing like, I see him being able to do is get into a feud with like Val Venus for the for the European title or something. Exactly. You feel me? But like now in today's era of wrestling, Val Venus would end up being a champion at some point. So like so like in the Attitude Era had such a big star power base that like that was the cream of the crop. Like you knew who you knew who the top tier was. You knew who the secondary tier was. Now there is no top tier and secondary tier. Everybody is kind of like meshed together. You know what I mean? I think that's the difference. And that I think that's why we think that wrestling is kind of falling off. John Cena is truly the last megastar the WWE has had. John Cena is truly the last one. So you think you think he'll be the last one who can successfully make that jump that we see right now at the roster? Only one who you think can make a jump into feature film. He's the last one. No, I don't think he's the last one. I you, think who else do you think can make a jump into feature film? Randy Orton. He's still active, still on the WWE roster. He's already been in the film. So I think Randy Orton can do it. What big movie? I can't remember. Was he in? So I don't. It wasn't a big movie, but it, you know, it was a WWE. It was a WWE sponsored movie. It was. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm saying outside. Was, of, I think the only one I ever liked was the one that Kane was in. So he, he was. He in, put that phone in old girl throat, and then they called it, and you saw her throat light up. I thought that shit was hilarious. So Randy Orton was in this movie called Twelve Rounds Two. He was in this other movie called The Condemned Two. Um, you know, I don't know how good they were. I'm not watching it and everything like that, but. Randy Orton's been in film, so I think Randy Orton. I think Randy Orton is another one who has the star power. Um, I think Actually, I, I lied. Triple H was in a feature film as well. He was in Blade. So, so you gave me a hot take before, like before, like we really started the show. You gave me a hot take saying that you thought WWE was going to fold in ten years, right? Yeah. Here's my hot take for you, and I want you to just sit here and just think about what I'm saying, right? Hmm. This is the first. I, okay, let me restart. Here's my hot take. Professional wrestling is in a transition that we have never seen before. And that's why to the older pro wrestling fans like us, it looks whack. So this is what I mean. Before the Attitude Era, who did you have? Before the Attitude Era, what stars did you have? Hogan, Macho Man, Lex Luger, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I can, I can throw. Well, Shawn Michaels was a midi back then. Razor Bret Ramon, Hart. Diesel, Bret Hart, Owen Yokozuna, Hart. Owen Hart, with a Hart family. Um, Rick Flair. Throw Andre to, yeah, Rick Flair. Would you throw Roddy, Andre Roddy, Roddy, in that too? Roddy, Rowdy, Piper. Hmm. Pillman, um, throw him in there. Okay, okay. So, so, so we got a yeah. good, a good, we got a good base, a star power there. Or natural disasters. Um, uh, before, before that era, 
what stars did you have? What's my boy? Um, longest Dusty, world Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Yes, sir. Um, what's the other man name? Cowboy Bob oh, Orton. Yeah. yeah, Bob Orton. You had um, Andre the Giant. Andre. See, I, I I'm stuck between putting Andre because Andre crossed like two generations. Mm-hmm. Um. But his character itself never changed. And mm-hmm. now toward the end of his run with the Million Dollar Man, with Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. I I was thinking like, okay, he was well. I thought, yeah, in my fact, yeah, Ted. I throw Ted in there too, and Ho Hogan in there as well, because that was so, around so, that same period of time, or right so, around WrestleMania one. So why so why do I bring that up regarding the hot take that I just said? Wrestling now is in a transition that it's never ever been in since the beginning of pro wrestling. You've always had major star power that led the show. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no major star power. So it's so the first so the first generation of star power. Let's say like the Andre the Giant era, right? Yeah. The second generation of star power. Let's say, um, let's say the Jimmy Superfly Snooker era, right? Yeah. Then you got the Hogan and Ric Flair and all of that. Right. The, the 80s era, basically. Then you got The Rock and Stone Cold and Triple H and Shawn Michaels and you got in D-Generation X and you got that era of stars, right? Mm-hmm. And then after them, you got... Ruthless Aggression era the, with the, 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 Angle you got, and you got, Eddie the, Guerrero. No, and Angle, I will... Angle, Angle... Well, Angle... I will, yeah, Angle's Ruthless right. Aggression. Angle, a- a- the angle, beginning angle, of Cena. You're right. You're right. You're right. That, that's, Lesnar, like, that's, like around, that's like around that 2004 era. So, mm-hmm. so, so yeah. So the era, so the era after the Attitude era, you got Angle and John Cena, and you Batista, got Batista, Orton, but Batista, Orton, Brock Lesnar. You got, you got, th- you got those guys. Mm-hmm. Well, after that era, who is the star power now? That is on the that is on par with all of those with all of those other generations. Sheesh. We don't have it. That's why it's not Bill, there. Yeah. That's why Bill Goldberg is still wrestling. That's why he's still. That's that's why he just I think is starting to have contract issues. That's why Brock Lesnar is still wrestling. Because you don't have that star power. Now, how do you fix it? How do you fix it? Because let's be let's be clear. Wrestling is entertainment. I think everybody knows by now. Wrestling is not the storylines aren't real. How how do you how do you fix it? I propose. I will propose. Hey. First of all, I will I will propose WWE start building on AJ Styles. Build on him. Build on Finn Balor. Build, yes. build on Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Keep build on Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns should be there. He just shouldn't be the only one there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Keep building on those guys for AEW. For AEW, they got a real. They got a real AEW. Got a real talented roster. I'm not trying to shit on AEW. They got a real talented roster. But a I, can, I, don't, I don't watch AEW like that. I don't know his name, but he looked like a young ass Sting. He the one he got half his face painted. 
black and white looking like Sting a little bit. Yeah. Um. He uh, he like ride around on a skateboard or some shit. Like, but hey, in the ring, he nice with it. Hey, keep building on him. Bit bit like like build them up into megastars is my point. Like my point is professional wrestling needs megastars. You cannot do this committee thing. If the AEW. Chris Jericho can stay as a megastar. He's got cachet. Sting, y'all got Sting. Cool. John Moxley is not a megastar. Nah. Daniel Bryan or whatever the fuck his name, he's not a megastar. Stop trying to push these people as stars. CM Punk is not a megastar. CM Punk is charismatic. CM Punk is like a second tier, a second class star. But he's not like in your t- he shouldn't be in your top tier of stars. Like like build stars. Build stars who are charismatic as well as talented. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that. That's what I'm not seeing from wrestling, and that's what that's what I want to see. Like, there's no Rey Mysterio in any wrestling brand right now, except for the actual one. Why don't we got no high flyers like Rey Mysterio? And be honest with you, those matches were way better on the eye. Yeah. Than two heavyweights going at it all the time. Yeah. Because. All right. Now, I grew up on the video games, same way you did. Yeah, facts. My favorite one to play outside of WWF games was WCW NWO Oh, I like, I, like Revenge. How you, I like how you did this switch. I like how you did this switch because hey, we, we going to get into the video games. I like how you did that. Oh, I, t- I told you I'm nice with this. Now, with, <laughs> with, <laughs> with that game, it was the first one to basically promote the different branches. Like they had them separated by faction. You had the Ravens flock. You had um the NWO Latino with um Conan. Um he had that one, but he was also in um in the Wolfpack. You had NWO White. Um NWO White, NWO Red was known the Wolfpack. You had the Ravens Flock, you had WCW, and they also had it broken down by um by class. So you had your cruiserweights. And for what a lot of people don't remember, Chris Jericho was actually a cruiserweight. Mm-hmm. So I remember my favorite, probably my favorite cruiserweight of all time. And if you are a WCW guy, you know the name. Juventud Guerrero was my oh, favorite yeah, yeah. person to watch hey. in ring. He was hey. so athletic. The Guerreros, the, so the, athletic. The Guerreros had talent. Hooventu had Hooventu got had, had his WWE contract picked up. Billy Kidman wouldn't have got the run he got in WWE. I yeah, can facts. guarantee you, he would have been the better option. I don't mm-hmm. know why they picked. I, I think I know why they picked up Chavo because he was willing to be the butt of jokes. Hooventu, best in ring Guerrero. Period. Uh, or- yeah, hey, look, since we're giving appreciation to some underrated wrestlers or some underrated guys that have been in the wrestling business, I want to give flowers to you know what? Hold up. Let me I want to I want to say his actual name and see if you know who this is. Uh, okay. I want to give a lot. I want to give flowers and props to Nicholas David Densmore. Do you know who that who that is, Killer? Do you know who that is? Is it Nicholas David? Don't don't look it up. Nicholas David Densmore. Nicholas Densmore. 
you're never going to guess this. He was very underrated. And what brand? WWE. Underrated WWE, Nicholas David Densmore. You're never going to get it. You might as well just tell me to tell you. MVP? Hell no. No, that was Montavious Porter. Uh... Montel Vontavious Porter. Yeah. No, kill it. I'm going to just tell you. I'm going to just tell you. Look, Nicholas David Dinsmore, also known as Eugene. Eugene. I want to give a lot of credit and props to Eugene because Eugene, first of all, this man, this man signed a contract within WWE and agreed to play a dim-witted, a, a, like a just a dumb person. I don't know too many people that would do that. That would a lot of people would consider that demeaning themselves. Number one, but number Man. two, if you actually watched Eugene wrestle, he could he wrestle. Really, he was really good in ring. He could, he could wrestle. That's number two. And number three, Eugene has some of the all-time greatest skits. With Jonathan Coachman that you will ever see. When the coach was making fun of him and told him to leave the arena, and Eugene walked up that up that um up the uh ramp and was about to leave, and the fucking rock came out, and both Eugene and the rock beat the hell out of out of the coach. Yo, Eugene, yeah, awesome. Eugene was my motherfucking friend. I don't care what nobody say that. He was you know my wild. There's friend. There's another guy right now wrestling right now. He won money in the bank during the COVID year. Yeah. And they had to scale the entire building. I'm trying to remember his name, but he's very Eugene-esque. Eugene-esque. <laughs> Eugene-esque. I'm like, who? Eugene-esque. Okay. Like, he's very Eugene-like. I'm trying to remember his name. Otis. Otis <laughs> is very <laughs> Eugene-like. And I love Otis. I love Otis. Because he is every bit of the people that stay in the city I live in right now. Like, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Like, he is his country and his... Oh, I've seen this dude before. Yeah. yeah and he's yeah. really good in ring. He's really good yeah. in ring. Yeah. And I'm not saying you bet the house on him. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be honest with you. I think money in the bank stopped mattering after, hmm, who's the last good one? Last good cash in. It's two of them. One of them happened in WrestleMania. Of course, you already know who that was. That was um Mr. Monday Night himself. Mm-hmm. Monday Monday Night Messiah. And then the other one, someone who had no business holding a world championship, but he did anyway. Mm-hmm. Because he's using a Mitter's finisher, and for some reason it actually hit harder when he did it. I'm trying to remember his name because he's so mid. So look, I got a, I got a. He little... came in with the Miz. He was in the Miz's class. I hate the Miz. I know he came. He came in with him. The Miz is whack. <laughs> the Miz is just whack. The Miz, the Miz is a Cleveland Browns fan, so he's born to be whack. Yeah, whack. But um, I'm trying to remember his name right now. But he uses the famous sir. I'm gonna I want to say it starts with a D. Dolph. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Okay. He's very much Dolph Ziggler. Who you talking about? Um. God, I lost my train of thought on it. Oh, not Otis. So, not Otis. Not Otis. But 
That's a damn shame. I just thought about this. The fact <laughs> that Dolph Ziggler was a world champion has really fucked my mind up. Stupid. Right but look. Oh, look. I was money in the bank cash in moments. Oh. That was a that was a good money in the bank cash in moment. So His cash in, because that pop was crazy. I just want to say I looked up Otis. I fuck with Otis. Because <laughs> look, because look, I fuck with Otis because he's from Duluth, Minnesota. And let me tell you right now. Minnesota Duluth is a nasty spot, boy. No, no, no. Look, listen, listen, listen. He from He's from Duluth, Minnesota. And let me tell you right now. They are not a sponsor of this show. But I want them to be. Because Duluth, the company, they got some fire-ass underwear. The underwear boy. don't rise up on your legs or none of that. Like, it's comfortable as hell for, for, for people in their 30s. <laughs> like, Duluth got some comfortable draws, dog. Like, yo, yo, I'm telling you, they got some comfortable draws. And, and that's where they located in Duluth, Minnesota. So, like, yo, I fuck oh my with this. I fuck with Otis just because he's from Duluth. You know what? I fuck with Duluth on a football level. For those who know college football, Minnesota Duluth is one of the top-tier football programs in the country. I'm talking when you open up from D2, D3, Minnesota Duluth, top 10. Top 10. Look, man. Look, okay. As far as programs that are ran from top to bottom, Minnesota Duluth is definitely a top 10 program. Right up there with Valdosta State and Alabama. So, look. We gotta come up with, uh, we gotta come up with a couple of Mount Rushmores. All right. All right. So. So you. So you gonna tag team? No, no, no. Hold on. So, so I got you. I got you. So you gonna give me yours, and then I'm gonna give you mine, right? So, right. give me your Mount Rushmore for the underrated for the underrated wrestlers. Underrated can, wrestlers. It can only be four. Okay. Under totally Un- underrated. Underrated. Mm. See, this is where it gets tough because there's a lot of people who in ring were outstanding who got no push. Mm-hmm. In ring, Xavier Rhodes. Who? Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes, okay. Super underappreciated. They, they, don't, just... it, they, don't, they don't have to be current wrestlers. It can be all time. Oh, yeah. I'm putting him up there as far as okay. underrated. Underrated. He's overshadowed big time by the, by the, by his, by his um stablemates. Okay. Okay. Another one who doesn't get any love, but God was amazing, Mister Perfect Kurt Henning. Okay. Another one because he was overshadowed by a lot of people, but is still held in such high regard. Raven. Mm-hmm. And to kind of wrap this all up on a nice, pretty little bobo right here on top is actually someone from the cruiserweight division who I thought was going to be getting more of a push than he actually got, and I thought it was actually going to pop for him, but it just never really took place. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad, actually. Um... I think uh, not sad. Actually, I don't even know if I want to go there. It's so weird because that fourth spot, no matter what, no matter what it is, it's hard to always place it. 
Because you get to the first three, and it's like, yeah. And you get to that fourth one, you're like, man, I'm about to leave out somebody who's like, see, this, like that. see, this, this was the hardest. This was the hardest category for me. Because I'm trying to think, like, and I'm thinking, like, nah, but this guy, damn, but this guy. So, All right, so think. you got you got to pick a four though. I know I got to. I'm, I'm coming across it. I'm using all of my brain cells right now to come across that fourth person. And we both know there's probably ain't but like four of them things left up there. Hmm. Think if I cut on a WWE game right now, who would I say underrated? You know what? He didn't get a fair enough push. He was good in ring, but they gave him some whack stuff to work with. Mm-hmm. Give me Zack Ryder, yo. Okay. Okay, so when I think of underrated, I think of people who they don't get the credit they deserve. Like Mark Henry. Mark, Mark Henry is a good one. For me, mention Mark Henry. for me, Mick Foley. Well, because because when you talk when you talk about the greatest wrestlers ever, he never gets nobody brought up. nobody talk nobody brings up Mick Foley. When you ask the top ten, nobody ever brings up Mick Foley. Catless Jack dude love man kind like, of Mick yeah, Foley. Like, this man had four personas. Mick Foley underrated un- underrated and all of them slap. Um, Rob Van Dam. I don't know if I could put RVD on an underrated list. Yet. Rob, he, Rob, he Rob. robbed himself of a push. No. He did. When he tested positive, he robbed himself he of can't, a push. He can't write. Testing positive ain't got nothing to do with writing the stories. Yeah, that part. But <laughs> like, yeah. like, the stories are written for him. Like, like Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam and Jeff Hardy are in the same goddamn class. And nobody, nobody will acknowledge it. When 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 have you ever heard anybody say, yeah, Rob Van Dam was like was like one of the illest niggas in the ring? Only if you watched ECW in that match with him and Tommy Dreamer. That's the, um, only if you watched ECW would you not say that. Only if you watched ECW. Now, my I had a neighbor who stayed two doors down from me. Her dad, rest in peace, turned me on to ECW. Mm-hmm. He said, "He said these are matches with no rules. Like all their all their matches are hardcore." I said, "For real?" He said, "Yeah." And I saw the barbed wire ring and said, "I'm not using this as a profession. I am not doing this." Something tells me that my physical black behind will be right there in ECW. You're getting stabbed with a barbed wire bat. But continue. All right. Okay. I'm gonna go. With, and now this is underrated. And if you know wrestling, you knew that he could wrestle. Shelton Benjamin, yo, he was outstanding, outstanding. If it wasn't for the fact that he sold that sweet chin music as well as he did, he would have had a run. <laughs> I really think him selling it hurt him. Him selling it the way he did hurt him so much. You ready for the last one? Hmm. The big boss man. 
Yo, and a lot of people don't know he was in WWE for a long time. Yeah. Like, he came down in the blue uniform. Yep, the big boss man. And damn, I, I didn't even notice, but Big Boss Man died in 2004. Yeah, that, that, from 04 to 08, where we lost so many, so yeah. many. Bam yeah. Bam Bigelow died around Bam, the same he died time from, died from a heart attack. Yeah, I Bam. think I want to say him and Bam Bam Bigelow died around the same time. Yeah, Big, big Boss Man. Um, big Boss Man was always tough on the video games, too. Which brings me to my next Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore died a day after my birthday in 07. Look, look check this out. Hmm? Mount Rushmore wrestling greatest wrestling video games. Ooh. Okay. You better now, not say no 2K22 either. Oh hell no. Ain't no 2K nothing outside of one of them. And I say it only because me and my homeboy got hella memories playing it. Like, we had our own storylines and everything. 360 at number four for me. Mm-hmm. WWE 2K13. And the only reason why I go at 13 over any of the other ones, because that one had the Attitude Era, and it had my favorite Triple H thing, my time. And the fact that you can kind of build your own storylines inside of it and keep a rivalry going for a short period of time, medium period of time, a long period of time, made it the perfect playthrough for me. So I enjoyed that one. That's up there for me just because of the memories that it holds with me and one of my best friends. And the second slot, and this is in no particular order because Mount Rushmore is Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to throw, and this is only because I had to, I had to play and beat this game in two days. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania. 2000. Okay. Okay. Because the only way you could unlock the smoking skull belt. Mm-hmm. And I was the only kid in my school who figured it out. You had to win the King of the Ring tournament. Mm-hmm. Win the Royal Rumble. Because the the Monday Night Raw before WrestleMania, if you did not win the Royal Rumble, Vince would come down to the ring, take the belt off of you and put it on Taker. And I didn't know that was going to happen, but I got lucky and won the Royal Rumble. And when I did that, I wound up going up against Taker, winning the belt back. And mm-hmm. then it unlocked the Smoking Skull belt. And that game was outstanding, by the way. All right. So how many have you named so far? Two. All right. This other one is WCW NWO Revenge. That's because anybody could hold a belt, period. Outside of, and it was the first one with classes and all of that, and it was the WCW game that was the deepest to me. So I'll take that, and plus all the Thunder games on PlayStation sucked to me. Now, for this last spot, is a PlayStation game, so it lets mm-hmm. you know how real this was for me. SmackDown 2. Which one was that? Bring the Pain with Brock Lesnar on the cover. You talking about Here Comes the Pain? Here Comes the Pain. That was an outstanding game. And this is tough for me because the GameCube probably had the best wrestling games as far as wrestling goes with um, 
Day of Reckoning. Um, was it Day of Reckoning? It was two games they had, and one was like Day of Reckoning, Day of Reckoning 2 or something like that. But those games were really good, too. Yeah, that's some good-ass wrestling game. All right, so. But yeah, that would be my mouth, my mouth rush more. It's in no particular order. SmackDown versus Raw. First one? Yeah. Or 08, because 08 was good. Let me. I need to see. I need to see the SmackDown versus Raw um, series. Actually, it was a SmackDown versus Raw that had Triple H and um, Shawn Michaels on the cover. Remember? Actually, you remember I bought that one, and that was the one when I put myself on the game and I came out and I was in that chicken suit. SmackDown versus Raw, two thousand eight, with the Undertaker on the cover. Undertaker. Yeah, that one was good. Actually, that was the um, one that had storylines and stuff in the career mode. So that matter, and you have everybody talks. Everybody talks about SmackDown. Here comes the pain. I think I I swear Smack uh, SmackDown. Here comes the pain was the third SmackDown, not the second, because the first one was SmackDown. the The second one was SmackDown. Know your role. Know your role. That's right. And SmackDown. Know your role is the is what is the greatest wrestling game in my opinion. Know your role. Um. So that's two, three. WrestleMania two thousand, without a doubt. WrestleMania two thousand on the N sixty four was shit. Um. Then it goes, it goes without saying. Then number four, for me. It's always that one. Number four. Go ahead and say no mercy. No, I'm actually not going to say no mercy. Hmm. Everybody, everybody has no mercy at number one. Um, But you can say no mercy didn't crack my top four. But for me, 1994, WWF Raw. Oh, he took it back to the Genesis, ladies and gentlemen. Sega Genesis. Yes, I got that joint with that grapple that had that little meter that came up atop. Mm hmm. Oh man, if you didn't hit them buttons fast enough, you was that. That's sweet. when there was no there was no such thing as the Rock. You had to play as Rocky Maivia. Oh, matter of fact, you may remember remember there, Warzone. There, there was no the War Warzone. War, hey, Warzone is number five. Warzone was my job. Actually, the, I liked Attitude better than Warzone because it took what Warzone had, but it expanded mm, it big let me, time. Let me see. I loved it. Okay, okay, wait, hold up, wait a minute. I might have to make a change. Hold and it up. had the oddities in that game too. And Kruger was my guy. I ha- I have to I might have to make a change. I might have to make a change. Hold up. You know what? Yes. I'm I'm taking I am taking WWF Raw off and I am that will be an honorable mention. I am I am putting Warzone on the cover. That we are the nation. I, I am putting Warzone on the motherfucking cover. Hey, Warzone on that motherfucking Game Boy was the fucking shit. Oh, you had the mobile joint. See, yeah. I had it on the PlayStation, and then I, I got it for the N64. Nah, see, I had it on Game Boy. Ooh, that was the only playable Game Boy wrestling game I can even remember. Like, that didn't a game that didn't suck. Yeah, a Warzone was that shit. 
Um, so yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking. Yeah, I'm putting boards on there. So yeah, those my those my video games. All right. I'm, so just, I, just, I got just, I got one more. Just one to be, more. Just to be clear, the two K wrestling games are not good. But no, but like I said, the only reason I got thirteen up there, and you heard my reasoning, was because of the memories I have. Like um, like one match with my homeboy was a Hell in a Cell. It was during the draft era when you lost your match and someone from your roster got drafted to the other brand. Mm-hmm. So it was the last match of that night. I was the WWE champion. He was the world heavyweight champion, and we were battling. This match, I promise you, took us two and a half hours. Mm. Like I'm kicking out at two and a two and a half. He's kicking out at two and seven eighths. Bruh, this match ends when I hit my finisher, which is like a double armed <clears throat> DDT through the cage. He lands on the stairs that were inside of the ring. I fall down from that same fall, smack the stairs, and we are like in a button mashing frenzy. Damn, they're breaking my controllers, trying to get up. Like we literally knew whoever got up first was winning. Got up, so made the cover, got that three count, and then got some wrestler I don't remember. Okay, so next, Mount Rushmore, greatest wrestlers ever, ever. This should be easy. God, this is going to be crazy. Um, There's no way I can make this list and not put these three individuals up there. Triple H, Stone Cold, Rock. Those three are up there. Mm -hmm. Period. Period. Because of what they did and then for Triple H, who he brought in. Like the people he elevated. Like he elevated Everyone in DX post Shawn Michaels injury. He Mm -hmm. elevated DX. He made China a household name. Because before, all she was was a chick with an indestructible box. That's all that was. So I was like, she's just in there as strong-arm security. But he built her up to the point where she was a... She was Intercontinental Champion for a while. Mm -hmm. Look what he did for Billy Gunn. Put him in a position to have a feud with The Rock? Mm-hmm. Even though Rock ended him. And then look what he did for X-Pop. Put him in a position to still be relevant post-DX. Because he was the only one still low-key repping DX after DX broke up. It wasn't until he got with Kane that helped him out at that mm-hmm. same, the same bill. But had it not been for Triple H, that would have never happened. So those three up there. Now, um, of course, you know, Orton and um, Batista, but that goes beyond it. You still ain't gave me your damn number four. Bro, because the number four, you know number four hard as hell. Now, the fourth one, this is of all time. There's no WrestleMania match that I loved more than Shawn Michaels and Taker. So are you uh, putting Shawn Michaels and Taker at number four? <sighs> I mean, because the streak didn't matter until it got pointed out by that match with Edge. Um, I think Edge was 6-0 and and Taker was like 17-0 and or something like that. Shawn Michaels was that dude. I still remember him taking on everybody by himself, too. Pick a number four. Man, don't rush me. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? 
just because I've seen this man reinvent himself like three other times, I'm going to put Taker right there, y'all. I'm right. going to put Taker there. And I know it's heavy attitude era, but bro, I mean, hey. Okay. I didn't I didn't watch the older matches like that, so it is what it is. So my Mount Rushmore. Um The Rock and Stone Cold definitely up there. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Undertaker's up there. You cannot have the WWE without the Undertaker. Boom. I'm grown, baby. Come on with your fourth one. You taking too long. Cause Triple H was nice, but I can there there I, I never believed that Triple H was the best wrestler at any point in his career. I always thought Triple H was number three. Always. So I don't know if I can put him on a Mount Rushmore. He's still definitely first battle Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, no, 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 With, no, without no. a doubt, without a doubt. Um, these Alberto Del Rio ass niggas out here. I am going to put Hulk Hogan on the Mount Rushmore because Hulk Hogan was the Rock before the Rock. No, I can respect that. There, there will be no Rock without Hulk Hogan. I can respect that. I truly can respect that. Only thing um, I hate about well the invasion <laughs> the the invasion arc was written so terribly. You like, said what I said again? The invasion angle was written so terribly to the point mm-hmm. where they they actually tried to make Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn. Please don't ever mention Dean Malenko ever again. <laughs> that man was garbage. He's the master of a thousand holes. The man knew six moves. I'm like, bro, get it up. Out of here, yeah. and Dean yeah. Malenko, boy, you sound like a sound like a accountant. I don't want anyone to take offense to what I just said, but if I tell you, yo, I got my homeboy Dean Malenko, you like, hey, yo, he he coached baseball, like that's what he sound like. Like, tell me, you write write the name Malenko and tell me that don't belong on the back of a baseball jersey. Dean Malenko, yeah, yeah. I'm look, I'm not gonna disrespect no man. Hey man, I met this I dude, just know. bro. He's a hell of a third baseman. This is my yeah. brother, Dean Malenko. I, I ain't gonna never disrespect. I ain't gonna try. To, I ain't gonna intentionally disrespect no man unless it's Kevin Durant. But <laughs> Dean, but Dean Malenko, but Dean Malenko, he he should be nowhere near this conversation. I put it to you like this: If you put Draymond Green, stop in the it, Hall of stop Fame, it, stop you it. gotta put Dean Malenko. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Stop that, yo. Okay, all right. Here's an interesting one. This one, this one, this one, killer. Hey, I already got, I already got it on the top of my, off the top of my head. You, you bet. To me, there is a right answer for this. Most people say, isn't it? Most people would say there's no right answer. Not theme songs, ain't got there yet. Your Mount, or not even your Mount Rushmore. What is the single greatest match ever in the history of professional wrestling? 
greatest. I, I already match. know the match for me. I already know it. Single greatest match? Mm-hmm. Wow. Let me see which WrestleMania this was. WrestleMania 19? Yeah, WrestleMania 19, Stone Cold versus The Rock. You took my answer, you you bitch. (laughs) Bro, that match, the storytelling mm, in that mm, match was mm, fucking perfect. Let me tell you, I'm so glad we agree. The Rock versus Stone Cold, WrestleMania 19 with The Rock giving Stone Cold a rock bottom three times and the rock getting stunned twice and the rock also stunning stone cold steve austin twice that match that match is the absolute greatest of all time and here's the thing it was to retire stone Cold. cold and as a person who my favorite wrestler ever is the rock for, for for me to watch that WrestleMania 19, yo, it was unbelievable. And here's the thing. The second greatest match ever to mm-hmm. me is The Rock versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania 17. 17. Stone Cold won. Those, those two matches are fucking phenomenal. And then, um, and then the... Just, just for, I know I didn't say Mount Rushmore, but I'm gonna just give you three. The third greatest matchup to me, the third greatest wrestling match ever to me, was the motherfucking triple threat tag team match between the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, oh, and the, TLC the, the TLC match, the TLC match, the TLC triple oh, the threat spear tag from team. the top of the. The spear, the spear off the top, the spear off the top where it was hanging on the joint, the spear off the mm-hmm. top, and then Jeff Hardy, and then I think it was Jeff Hardy that came crashing down into the tables and shit, and then and then, uh, what you call it? Um, Bubba Ray was like, Devon, get the tag dog, dog. That 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 is the greatest tag team matchup ever. That if if. If Vince or if Triple H want to get the WWE back on top, have matches just like that. Have storylines just like when The Rock, The Rock versus Triple H, when uh, when when they when they ran The Rock over with the limo with the sled, when Triple H hit him with the sled. I did it for The Rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if you want, if you want WWE back on top, build those gritty grimy drama feel storylines have some bomb ass matches i'm gonna tell you you because you was talking about aew i'm gonna tell you what mm-hmm. the aew do and it's exciting as fuck they had a tape they had a tables match or some shit where the fucking table was lit on fire dog they took that straight from ecw yeah yeah and like, ECW. Like, remember the WWE match when um when the Undertaker when the under, it was like a coffin match. Oh, the a casket match. You had the casket, casket match. match. Had casket buried match. alive. You had the Inferno match when the oh, ring around the if, ring was on if, fire. If the WWE want to get back on top and make a statement about some star power, you have matches like that. That is what you do. 
how Will Smith, how Will Smith was talking to Martin and Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck you do. That's what you do. That's how you shoot. Just like when you that. shoot, you shoot just like that. Look, look. That's what the WWE need to do. That's what AEW need to do. Them the type of matches I'm trying to see. I ain't trying to see no. I got the money in the bank. I'm about to pin a. I'm about to pin a nigga because he tired. I'm not trying to see that. I ain't trying to see that. Hey, actually, you remember when Money in the Bank? You actually had to turn it in, and then your match gets scheduled. Yeah. I want it. If you want Money in the Bank to matter again, do that. See, I'm trying to see shit like when Kurt Angle flooded the fucking arena with milk. Milk. <laughs> like, like, yo, I'm trying. I'm trying to see some iconic shit, yo. I'm trying like, to see. I'm some trying to see something. Shit. I'm trying to see something that's not an intro, like someone walking to the ring on the Chiron for the show. Like back when you looked at Raw, and then they made that transition into Warzone. Tell me when they made transition to Warzone, you don't only remember seeing, like I only remember seeing Stone Cold's bloody face mm-hmm. from that match against Bret Hart, which I will tell you right now is one of the top five greatest matches of all time. Mm-hmm. That one-on-one was top five to me. That one, I know you're going to hate me for this one, but Punk and um Cena, Jesus Christ. Bank, that match was top five for me. It truly was. And the other three you listed are right there. I'm not putting it high on my top five, but it's there. Yeah, yeah, it's yo. Like, like, I can go back and rewatch that match on YouTube right now and still be on the edge of my seat waiting for it. Yeah, yo, like... Ah, okay. Alright, so... We got to do is he a hall of or we did we I was gonna plan it is he a hall of famer wrestling style but we over time so I'm not even gonna do it I'm not even gonna do it because we can I feel like we could go about this all night and we gotta go to sleep <laughs> so yeah, I mean yeah yeah true enough yeah. I mean I do gotta make sure I get up and cook breakfast for a one year old that's gonna be so much fun yeah, yeah you know we gotta be adults gotta be adults yeah, I mean, be he, if he on eggs though I don't like feeding my son like, I don't want y'all thinking I don't want I don't I don't feed I feed him, but I don't like doing it. So we're gonna so we gonna do some more. We're gonna do some more episodes like this. Like we talked about wrestling. We talked about wrestling today. Uh we're gonna have a show. We're gonna have a show about, you know, mental health and how, you know, that how that health helps helps yeah. helps with game, how uh you know gaming affects mental health, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we're gonna have a lot more uh sports and video game and entertainment type, you know conversations and stuff like that so we got a lot of stuff that's like coming down the pipeline we got some socials up we got a twitter up um, twitter is up the twitter is up it is follow it it is underscore off the sticks underscore um so follow that twitter yeah, i don't know handle. what the underscore is that's that little line <laughs> yeah, yeah. for the uninitiated that's the little line <clears throat> the youtube is the youtube is happening we getting that we're gonna get that squared away um the facebook group Killer, you got that. That's happening. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get that squared away. Yeah, that's all I need is The Discord, we forgot. We just honestly, we just been busy with just everything else. So we just ain't got that, got that sent that out there yet. But as soon as we get the socials up and everything like that, you know, get the get the promotions done. We're gonna uh, put that Discord link out there so everybody can come join and everything. Um yeah, yo. 
Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot. We got a lot coming up. A lot, man. And I'll tell you, I've had fun doing shows before, bro, but I probably haven't had as much fun as I had doing this show. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. people to band, which I had a lot of fun doing this. A show. lot of, a lot. And the thing is, like, we didn't even talk a whole lot about like Eddie Guerrero's and the Booker T's and the Goldbergs yeah, and the Stings. You know like, you know what? Like, we, we can, didn't we talk can about do another wrestling show eventually. We hey, can just do another wrestling show. That's no problem can, for me. We can do another wrestling show, and you know what? For that, for if we do another wrestling show, I might have a little special guest with us. Oh, that'd be wonderful. I think I know, I know who you got in mind. But I might have a special guest with us. He is a a man who knows wrestling far better than both yeah, of us combined. Know. I mean by I mean by leaps and bounds. Yeah, so you know we uh we might have a little have a little surprise for y'all. I mean, so. He's probably still he's probably still watching it. Oh hey I'm, no 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 it, it, it's not probably it's not a probably about he it. Is he definitely is definitely still watching. Yeah, absolutely. So we just gonna call this part one. We just gonna call this wrestling yeah, part, part one. one. This part one, but yeah. You know, so, you know what this is? This right here is us and our match, and it's getting to that real heated point, and then. Someone else's music hits, and now, in comes a special guest. No killer, no killer. You know when wrestling part two happened, and this man get on this show, you know he will have heard everything that we just talked about. He gonna call us all. He gonna call both of us out on our bullshit. You know that, right? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm he, waiting he, for it. He gonna be, I'm he gonna be ready for, waiting for. He it. gonna be ready for a debate. He gonna be ready for a debate. So, yeah, especially my CM Punk takes. He's definitely gonna be on top of that. Yeah, I'm curious to I'm curious to what he what he's gonna say about CM Punk. That, just so just so y'all know, this person that we talking about, he is the only person where, if he says something about wrestling, I don't really argue it because <laughs> yeah. he just he just put, put, he put, just put it like this like that. Him and wrestling is like me in football. There's not too much that can be said where it's like i can dispute that so we're gonna see how this how this shakes out i can't wait for it. i cannot wait for it yeah all right yo until next time i hope y'all first of all hope hope y'all enjoyed the show wrestling part one until next time we out we gotta go be adults good night everybody y'all be safe night ladies and gentlemen 